This is the Jay Che Show, brought to you by Karate Beyond. Discipline, focus, confidence. KarateBeyond.com. Let's begin. All right, and we're recording Jay Che Show, episode 50. I am here with Patrick Charles the Third. Welcome, guys? sir. How are you? Good, man. How are yeah, you? Yeah, get that mic on. up uh, closer to you. If you could. Cool. Yeah. All right. There you are. I can hear Better. you. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Pat, uh, uh, in in the Fabio Noves Jiu-Jitsu realm, you're known as Pat Chuck, uh, and I've heard about you since day one. Day one, uh, it's actually even before day one, uh, uh, when I was getting my hair cut with Evan, Evan Dell. Um, he's like, yeah, you know, when you start, man, that's going to be great. You know, you know, check out a couple of guys. There's one guy named Pat Chucky. He's about your size and he's a monster. You know, he's like a world champion, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, okay. And then, so my, my first day, was it my first or my second day in, I saw you and I, and, and I just watched you roll a few, a few times. And as we were leaving the parking lot, I was, you know, I made a comment to you, you know, how, how much I enjoyed watching you do your thing. And, and you met, you said, yeah, man. Um, just tons of time on the mat, or something, something to that extent that, yeah. that you said, and then it, and it's true because I see some of your social media, and and it's all jits, yeah, <laughs> yeah. with the exception to your kids and the, and the life uh, the life fit um, uh, stuff that you do, it's all jujitsu all the time. So so welcome, thanks Thank for coming man. on, man. Thank you. Yeah, man. Uh, tell uh, tell us a little bit about. Uh, what you do now as a profession. So, I mean, we can even bring it back to like jujitsu where like I wouldn't have the profession I have without jujitsu. Like everything my life has right now has been given to me through jujitsu and like okay. through like Fabio and stuff like that. You mm -hmm. know, my job, everything. I didn't lift weights until probably, I don't know, four years ago. I used to be like the little guy. I'm sure you know, like the little yeah. guy who knows martial arts. Sure. I don't got to be big. I can beat up the big guys with right, just, just martial skill arts. skill only. Yeah, right. that's yeah, what yeah. I was all about. And then I don't know what happened, man. Uh, Brian Strickland was personal trainer next door at Southside Barbell. And I just randomly messaged him in the middle of the night one night. I was like, dude, can you train me? Like, I know you do that. And then he didn't respond for like four months. And then one day he showed up in the gym. He's like, oh, yeah, that message. I'll, I'll work out with you if you want. And I was like, oh, okay. I had uh -huh. no idea, man. I never went to a gym before. I was super anxious because I didn't know how to do anything. You know, I thought I always thought I was strong. I always thought I didn't really need to lift weights. I'd just be really technical. And yeah. it, it works to an extent. It, I think... That's probably the best way to start jujitsu is to just learn how to use technique and then get stronger later. So like mm -hmm. from like white to purple, I would say just train excessively too much. Right. And then once you acquire technique, then you can start using the weights. That's what I would suggest. Okay. You, you see big guys come into the gym sometimes. They'll be too big, too much muscle. Right. They'll right. never learn how to do that technique. Yeah. And technique is what matters when you're absolutely exhausted. Technique is matters when you come across a guy who's just as skilled as you are mm -hmm. and bigger. Like all that matters about technique, you know, but bringing it back right yeah so i started training with strickland getting stronger started noticing the difference well the funny part is like at first i thought okay i've been conditioning for two months i'm gonna be unbeatable so i went to california and did pan ams and lost my first match i was like what i've been pushing sleds <laughs> and doing battle ropes for nothing like i thought i was gonna be and i got tired too i was like how did i get tired i've been doing conditioning i had no idea it takes years to like develop a base of conditioning and years to get stronger and get efficient in the gym to where it's applicable in martial arts. Yeah. Like it took, took, it takes forever. Like, and I, and so I started working out with him, getting stronger and stronger. And I was like, wait, do people pay you to do this? People pay you to stand there and tell me what to do. Like, and I was trying to think what, 
there's an interesting post that someone made, made on Facebook today and it really resonated with me or the day before. And he says, the hardest thing in life is trying to find an above, above average job with above average pay mm-hmm. without being an above average person. And mm-hmm. I think that's what like being a good personal trainer is like, it's an above average job where you're going to be make above average pay, but you're also have to be an above average person to be good at it. Cause just not right. anybody can do it, you right, know? Right. So I started to see that and it was really spontaneous, man. I was just sitting there and I was like, I'm going to get my CPT. And I did it in like two months. And uh-huh. I was like, this is my life now. This is what I'm going to do. I'm not, I'm never, I worked a lot of crappy jobs as sure as we all have. Mm-hmm. And they make you appreciate when you get a good one. All right. So I got the CPT and I started out at a few different gyms, started at Southside Barbell, then did a mentorship under um, Chris Kelly at uh, Fitness Rehab, which is really cool because he does oh, a lot of Chris. he yeah. does a lot of like yeah. really good recovery stuff. Uh-huh. Like stuff he's an interesting he, dude. He's super interesting guy. Super smart. Really good at what he does. Uh-huh. And then eventually, man, like uh, like I just I was going to find another job. I needed more money. I needed to compete and travel, and you know that's expensive. Those mm-hmm. registrations and everything. But I still wanted to. You can't you can't do what I do with a full time job. It's almost impossible. If you work forty hours a week. At some other job, you're not gonna be able to train. You're not gonna be able to, to lift. Like, you have to have something that abides to your schedule. Mm. And then I applied, and I saw Life Fit. It's been like, what did Life Fit? What is this? It sounds familiar. It, oh, yeah, it's a black and green building that I constantly see yeah, on Edgewood all, all the time. <laughs> Obnoxiously black and green. Yes. And Jason called me like, or t- emailed me like the next day. He's like, coming for an interview. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I went in there and I interviewed with Jason. I was like super nervous when I saw like what it was because it's like there's no other place in Lakeland like this private personal training. You know, like, yeah. you go in there, you, it, it's you one-on-one. You are responsible for your business. Like Jason's my boss, but I run my own thing essentially, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like it was super nerve wracking for a while, but I think the best way to get good at anything is just to throw yourself into the fire with it. That's you right. Know? Don't overthink no. it. Just do it. Don't overthink it. Yeah. Jason, you when you go into personal training like that, like you're already, you're, you're, he's just like, okay, here's your thing. You're just not going to sit there and train you. You're not going to, whatever you know, you need to know before you go in there. And then it's up to you to build from there, you know? So I just kind of went in there and I think over the past, I've only been doing it for about a year, I would say, mm. fully personal training and just kind of been learning how to do it, man. And like, it's, it's crazy. Like I went from the year before last year, and I, people, I don't think a lot of people realize this, man. I had like one of the worst years of my life to the following year to being the best year of my life. And okay, well, t- talk about the worst year of your life. Oh, that was, that was a tough year, man. Um, it was just a weird thing. Me and Fabio were in a weird place together, you know. I, I wasn't having success in competitions. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find my path in martial arts. I wasn't making the money I wanted to make, you know. Just my relationships weren't going the way I wanted to go, you know. Me and Fabio had a falling out. So, like, like I explain it now, like, t- to, to Casey now, my girlfriend now, and I tell her, like, hey, like, we were going through a rough patch there, but like, listen to where I was. Like, I got kicked out of my jujitsu gym. The you got kicked out of Fabio's? Kicked out of Fabio's. <laughs> so, <laughs> Hold on. I did not, I did not know this. Yeah. Well, because you're at Fabio's now and yeah. everything looks good. I've been at Fabio's for a long time, man. Okay. I, All right. Okay. I, I think I would probably be the only person to be kicked out and then brought back in. Like, I don't, I, it, it was, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to let you keep going with this. Okay. All right. So, so, so what happened? What happened? So, essentially, uh, just uh, so I got kicked out. I wasn't making any money. I wasn't having success in competition. My relationships weren't, it was just, a, it was just a lot of stuff. And I think I put on this poker face that like everyone was okay uh-huh. but it was just a tough year man i wasn't doing what i wanted to do you know yeah you know and, and me and fabio just had a dis and part of that is like me fabio having a disagreement with with competitions I, was, I wasn't having success you know and there was things that i said that like probably didn't make him happy and, and my reactions to certain things so he thought at the time it was just best to go our separate ways you know and, and it was a really pivotal moment for me because i'm like man 
now I'm on my own, you mm. know, like, let's see what happens here. It's like, well, I can't quit. You know, I can't, I, I think a lot of people would just quit at that point because yeah. it, they would have gone sour. Yeah. Sour, but also attitude. like there's, yeah. once you start at Fabio's, there's not many other places in the area to go no. get good training, especially yeah. gi training, you know? Mm. And, uh, luckily I had just from competitions and stuff like that, I had developed a good relationship with some people and I was able to find a place to train, but it was requiring me to drive 45 minutes. I had a brand new daughter, mm. you know? So like, you know, like I said, I wasn't making money. I was driving a car from 1996, you know, like there was a lot, <laughs> okay. like All right. there was a lot. And I was just like, man, but just don't quit. Don't quit. Keep going. You're yeah. going to figure this out. Like you just you keep going and keep figuring it out. Don't, don't let anybody know what's going like you're hurting inside. Don't let anybody know. Just, you stay on the path that you're on and things are going to figure itself out. And right. eventually it did me and Fabio were able to, and I attribute that to like, you know, um, to, uh, having my friends and family at Fabio that were like in the corner for me, you know, like I understand Fabio had to do what he had to do, but also having my teammates there that when the time was right, they felt was right. They were in my corner to be like, okay, let's have you and Fabio sit down and talk because what it was, it was just really a one big miscommunication. It wasn't like, Hey, I stabbed somebody in the gym, you know, it's just like two, machismo alpha male dudes having a disagreement and i see it now in other gyms when like I, my buddy just you know switched out had just lost his job at gym teaching and i and he explained the situation I'm like oh you guys could have talked that out like two right. martial artists could have talked that out yeah but instead it was two alpha males they went like this and then they just like no one said hey let's no one was and, giving no no they just went yeah, to be like yeah. ah i feel this way i feel this way well then you leave oh, okay like no how about you sit down and say man this is what's bothering me how can we make the situation better you know right communication and, communication yeah. so i think there's a lack of communication like i said like it was just a tough a tough point in my life and we all have those mm-hmm. you know and then whatever that following so i think i i think i was kicked out of fabio's in january of so this is of 18 and i was back by august i think that next august so i took like a hiatus let's say it was a hiatus more than a kick out right you know and then when I came back from that, I was like, okay, I'm back at Fabio's. And then I also got a job at Life Fit. And then like I just started these things started falling in order one after the other. You know, yeah. like I don't, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. I look back now, I'm like, wow, like if there's ever a hard time in anyone's life, just keep on that path and don't quit. Right. The, you know, I'm excited for this year. I'm like, man, this last year was good. Yeah. I figured out how to do things. Let's see if I can figure out sure. how to get better now. You know. Yeah. But so yeah, I'm at Life Fit Personal Training now. It's the only place in Lakeland that is private personal training. Anywhere else you go, you're going to be in a gym full of people. They're watching sure. you work out. A mega gym. A mega yeah. gym, you know. Yeah. And and here's the coolest part, Jay. I don't know if you know this. There's three jujitsu guys in that gym. Like it's me, Jason, and then Brian Capehart, purple yeah. belt, and then yeah. uh, uh, Justin Boswell is a blue belt from Hoffa School. Okay. So we're the toughest gym in Lakeland. No one, if anyone <laughs> tried to, if anyone tried to fight us, they would. It wouldn't work out for them, you know, like. We have all the jujitsu. It's, it's it's lined up. So right. I remember like um, we were looking for another trainer and in, in Capehart trained, and I was like, uh, Jason, would you interview this guy? You know, like why not work with your friends? Yeah, you know, and and that's what's cool in there is like there's no like, most atmospheres at work. There might be some like alpha male egos, but sure. like there's a hierarchy in jujitsu, and that's translated directly into life fit. Mm-hmm. So there's a blue and purple belt there. So if I want something the Foxy Apreta is going to get his way. You know, like I'm, I'm the black belt. I'm like, Ryan might be in my room. Like Ryan, you know, I might need that room. And Ryan would be like, Oh, okay. You know, like, and just he's a nice ch- guy. Yeah. Ryan's all, a really yeah. nice guy. Yeah. yeah. And so is Boswell. Boswell's cool. And they're all strong guys. And I go in there and we talk about jujitsu and it doesn't get much cooler than that. You know, yeah. like, it's a really cool environment. Jason's a cool boss. I feel like he must have read every Jocko book there is, man. The way he like the way he handles things is like very, very awesome. You know, like, yeah, I, d- I don't expect it. Every time I, every time there's something that goes down or, the way he handles interactions between the, the employees and stuff. It's cool. Right. Like to see that I'm trying to learn from him as, as a business 
person like how do you do this because that's his business he owns that building he re- he started in his garage his story is pretty awesome he went to school for marketing he's got a marketing degree four mm. years whatever master's or bachelor's was making like 16 bucks an hour in a cubicle he's like dude this is stupid i went to school to do this you know yeah. so he started training people in his garage and then built from the garage and then eventually now he's got life it which is awesome you know yeah. like yeah. man like sometimes i think like oh, i gotta wake up at five and go to work but i'm like Remember when you used to unload trucks at Publix for $8 an hour? Like, there's always <laughs> that option. You can always go do that again, you know? At the end of the day, I just talk to people, you know? Of course, right. I, I correct form and do stuff like that. But you're just you're there to talk to people and help them get better at something. And they want to be there for the most part. Yeah. You know? So it's it's an awesome job, especially if, you, if you're a martial artist because then you can make your own schedule. Yeah. If you, if you have to go, go away to a week to compete, you're just like, okay, I have to go off, I have to go off for a week to compete. Um, I tell my clients to go back or hand them off to another trainer and come back and do your thing. Mm-hmm. If I, like, I, like my cousins right now are both getting their CPTs, 19, 20 years old. I was like, why would you work in a restaurant when you can get a CPT and then make your own schedule and make more money than you? I mean, you're going to be making as much money as if you go to you school. You could. Yeah. You could. The, the potential is there. Yes. I, I think um, uh, being any kind of coach or instructor or sensei or what have you there has to be a level of uh communication skills and personality yeah. uh that comes with the territory uh because i mean let's face it there are a lot of personal trainers out there yeah. i mean i mean i've i've i've, yeah. I've heard of a lot of personal and, and you know you you meet some and you're like oh okay right, yeah. yeah i get it and then you meet others you're like uh, yeah. all right yeah i guess you gotta live that lifestyle i think yeah. for most people if you don't live the lifestyle if you're just clocking in going home and you're like i'm a personal trainer well then i don't think you can be successful at it but right. if you're if your lifestyle is if you're a jiu-jitsu coach and your lifestyle is jiu-jitsu or if you're a personal trainer and you love working out and you love being in the gym then you're gonna yeah. love it you, you know? gotta look the part too. yeah yeah for yeah. sure yeah. you yeah. see I mean, some guys that like uh you you personal you trainer personal yeah. trainer you sure about yeah. this and that, yeah. that they don't they won't last you know because right. the first thing someone's gonna look when they walk in the room and they're like Hey, how are you going? Nice to meet you. They're going to look at your body. I mean, yep. like, don't That's be superficial, right. but like, That's right. they're going to say, well, this guy's going to get me in shape. Why would I do it if you're not, you don't take care of yourself? You see it a lot in, in the fitness world, yeah. the martial arts world, mm-hmm. where, where you'll see, uh, and, and I've seen this, God, ever since I was uh, growing up, I mean, ever since the beginning, where you'll look at a, you know, quote unquote, martial arts instructor or sensei, and he's got a beer gut, mm. and he's out in the back smoking cigarettes. Yeah. You're like, what? Yeah. Really? Not, yeah. not we're just not rolling with his students, not training with his students, not training you know? at all. Yeah, not training at all. Just bark, yeah. barking orders, and that's about it. And that's not, yeah, that's not sustainable. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. it's it's like a, a, I like watching a McDojo Life. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the McDojo Life Instagram feed. Yeah. That thing is the best. It's crazy how you can. Yeah. Those guys look the part of like a scan, a, a con artist. A con artist. Like you as, as a, a martial artist and a black belt, you can tell. You look at the guy and be like, oh no. Yeah. Like, and, and I feel like I can do the same thing, but like none of those guys are ever in shape. None of those guys are ever doing, and they're, they're doing right. everything wrong. That's know? right. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I mean, I'm banged up Yeah. all the time. Yeah. My hips, my shoulders, my knees. I mean, I'm 43 years yeah. old, so I'm kind of, you know, past my prime, yeah. physical prime, if you will. So it's now it's just about longevity yeah. for me. Uh, and you know, Fabio too. I mean, uh, you know, yeah. I talked to him. Every time I'm there, and you know he's he's banged up, but we're still doing our thing. What we're do you think is tougher on the body, jujitsu or taekwondo? <sighs> Two different animals. Yeah, because one is uh, striking, right? One yeah. is grappling, and you one is on your feet, and your one is you're not. It's I'll, I'll I'll be even more honest. 
I've gotten more injuries in jujitsu. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, that's that's probably because of age. It's yeah. probably because of age too, and and um, uh, more injuries in jits than I have uh, I've uh, than ever in striking. But but I can't. But that's where I am at. I'm at in this point of my life. Hmm. Right. I'm in my forties. I can't. I can't be trying to go full tilt like I'm in my twenties and expect to recover and bounce back within a week. Now. Me bouncing back is okay within a month. On a good month, mm. I'll I'll have recovered well from a set injury. So yeah, yeah. So it's, it's com- completely different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think. Um, I mean, of course, you're getting kicked and punched in Taekwondo and stuff like that. But I think as far as like joints and like stuff with your hands, like it's it's terrible. Like if you look at my hands, like they're mangled, man. Uh-huh. They got arthritis <laughs> nodules. I'm 30 years old, and I got the hands of an 80 year old. You know, like I'm in constant pain with this stuff. And yeah, I, that's martial arts for you, though. If you're gonna be good at it, if you want to do it, that's what you're gonna have to do, man. You get it's not gonna feel good. <laughs> Sorry, no, no, no. you know. But what else are you gonna do? Sit home and do nothing. You that's know? right. Yeah. So I think that's just part of the game. You're gonna you're gonna hurt. You're gonna be in pain, especially if you want to be a competitor, because then you're gonna push it to that next level. Right. You're not just a casual guy. I'm just going in there to do this. No, you're gonna have to be tougher, stronger, faster, smarter than everyone else, and that's uh-huh. gonna require you putting your body. Like like Hickson says, you have to be comfortable living in the discomfort zone. You have right. to be comfortable in the uncomfortable. But I mean, even all those high level guys, like um, I want to say Hickson as well, but he's got, I mean, he's got back and neck issues, mm. right? Didn't he have like a fusion or something like that? Uh, I'm just, I think so. I remember, dude, I, I had brown belt friends in their 20s and 20 through 24 years old with terrible back disorders that can't compete anymore or neck. Like guys in their 20s, like 25 years old, that can't compete anymore. Damn. Because for six years in jiu-jitsu, they went so hard and it's not possible anymore. Like right. you push yourself because you can train jiu-jitsu 10 times a week. You can do that. It's not It's not unfathomable if you have a gym and you have training partners. If, if you're... Out to compete. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, but yeah. if you're, you know, if you're just, you know, everyday guy, yeah. you know, com- training twice a week is probably enough. Yeah. Yeah. I right? think you'd be really surprised if you just like talk to a lot of competitors, like everyone's got something really bad going on with them. Like mm-hmm. everyone's usually injured with something and pushing through it. Like you find out, like, yeah, dude, I tore my ACL four months ago. I figured I would just push through the competition season and see what happens. It's like, oh, wow. Like, and this is my second ACL I've tore. Like this, this is part of the game. Like you go, your body's going to break right. and you're going to have to push through it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah so. I wish, I hope one day, and, 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 and I could be wrong here in my understanding um, that in the BJJ world, in the competition world, there's not much money. Mm-mm. There's, there's, uh, you know, unlike, you know, professional boxing, right? With tons of money. M- MMA now is kind of getting there, I guess, but still a small in comparison. But combative sports and BJJ included and, and you know, Taekwondo, karate, uh, kickboxing, Muay Thai, all of that. There's very little money to be made in, in actually being a professional or uh, competing on a, a, on a super high level. So, you know, supplementing... Uh, you know, or having having a lifestyle of being a personal trainer is conducive to 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 living that life, yeah. right? Um, you have a, a promotion called Jits King. Yeah, is uh, has that started yet, or is it the, the or, or or where where are you guys at? So we already that? had our first event, July sixth, okay. which is pretty crazy, man. Because like it was just like me and like. Eddie and Enrique just sitting around and I think I'm pretty sure it was start Eddie had brought it up and Enrique was the one that I think it really put it in the action and it was just like we should do a jiu-jitsu competition they're like yeah okay man whatever you say and the next thing I was like hey let's do a jiu-jitsu competition and we're like ah okay let's do it you know Mm -hmm. and then immediately I realized it's like man 
I've been doing this for like seven years. I've had a lot of friends. And like you said before, we talked about just the studying. Like I know who is who out there and, and also who's the most exciting guys. And I was like, oh, maybe like I think we talked about before playing the long game, playing the short game. Mm-hmm. I think I played the long game with jujitsu. And the seven years that I was in it, like it allowed me to make a lot of connections and make a lot of friends and also know who's good and who wasn't. And I was like, yeah, man, I could make some matchups if you guys wanted to. And they're like, okay, because Enrique is a pretty good businessman. Eddie owns Tile Works, Lakeland. If you need some Tile Work, check out Edward or Cotalone. It's a free shout out, Eddie. (laughs) Um, So they're the businessman aspect of it. And I'm like the jujitsu nerd aspect of it. It was Mm -hmm. almost like, and all of us, none of us have an ego. And we just all put our minds together. And now we have Jits King. So our first event was July 6th in Ybor. At, uh, I forget what the theater was called. We did, and it, was, it was awesome, man. We got Flow Grappling to stream it, which is unheard of. Anyone's, no one ever gets their first event on Flow Grappling. You know? okay. All it's right. the largest streaming service in grappling. Like That's the main one if you're going to go to. Yeah. So we were live on Flow Grappling. Still don't really know how we swung that one, but it worked out. you know. Right. And then the competitors, man, it was like I had my sister-in-law watching it at home. Doesn't do any jiu-jitsu, and she couldn't stop watching it. I was like, cool. oh, that's what it's got to be like. You know, constant action like yeah it was was fun it flew by you know so that was our first event william tackett ended up winning the whole event he won twenty five hundred dollars cash prize which was awesome we had dan martinez and john combs who we flew in from colorado dan was a local guy just won the combat jiu-jitsu in uh mexico city is he part of the 10th planet crew um dan is not dan trains with them no i think when he goes out to california he trains with those guys dan's a gracie tampa black but i think he's a black under aurorio Mm -hmm. or one of those guys out there but yeah yeah, so that was our first event it went surprisingly well man it was crazy like it was it was one of those things like afterwards we i was like sitting back like looking at the match like we did that like that worked because man all i do is watch jiu-jitsu and i've seen a lot of really bad competitions and a lot of really bad tournaments and a lot of things I really didn't like about a lot of these competitions. So that when we came this up, then I was like, okay, Eddie and Rika are more the business mindset guys of this, but I'm going to put like the jujitsu mindset. In. So I was like, mm-hmm. I don't like this about EBI. I don't like this about fight to win. I don't like this about these competitions. So I'm going to take all what I don't like, but what I do like and put it into ours, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, Walk us through what, what that, what the competition is like so far as, is uh, scoring scoring. Or how do you, how do you win? I mean, is it like EBI where it's like, you know, submission only grappling or what? So how, I, have, work? I have a thing with submission only grappling, bro. Like it drives me nuts. Cause okay. like so many of those go to decision cause there's no points. And it's like guys know that and they don't push as hard when there's points on the board and you know, you could possibly lose by points. I feel like it, it makes you push that pace, you know? Hmm. So what I did was, I will. I love ADCC Abu Dhabi Combat Club. Yeah, it's like one of the, it's probably the most. It's like the Olympics of our sport. The pre- most prestigious yes. grappling tournament. Out so there, yeah. I, before the, the before we set EBI before J- uh, Jets King had come along, they uh, had EBI for those that know is it's called the Eddie Bravo Invitation. Eddie Bravo Invitation. Yeah. So before Jets King came along, as we were in the process of doing it, the ADCC trials were going on. Where the trials are, if you win the trials in the 66, 69, 78, 88, 99 kilo divisions you get a ticket to compete wherever they hosted that year. Mm-hmm. So the best guys in the world go to the East Coast and West Coast. There's two there's two in the US, I think. They do one in California, do one in New Jersey. They might and they did one in Florida one time, but I don't think they do it anymore. Mm-hmm. So I was watching these trials, man, and I, I watch a lot of jiu-jitsu. I, I'm already like pretty like I'll watch boring jiu-jitsu. Like if, if the worlds come on, it'll be like the weekend the black belts will fight and mm-hmm. it's like ten minute matches. I'll lock myself in my room and from eight in the morning to eight at night, I don't leave. I just watch match after match after match after <laughs> Your match. Your girlfriends hate you. Dude, I, mean, they, they, I started it when I was single, so you know, now now Johnny, my daughter will watch it with me, which is nice. But okay. it's super boring to watch, I'm not gonna lie. If you're not All a right. jiu-jitsu nerd, those gee black belt matches are decided by inches and small movements and sometimes people win by advantages and they plan the advantages out 
you know, and 10 minutes is way too long for black belts to fight because the first six minutes you're not doing anything. Mm. I'll be real with you. I've watched so many matches, and that's how it is. You can't sprint for. I've seen some yeah. of the jujitsu matches, and I, I and I will admit it's not boring, fun to no, watch no, some of them. No, yeah. so yeah, as a guy who does that and can and I and I can, I, can, I I play advantages and points. Like I, I'll beat a guy by an advantage, knowing, and I'll get the advantage at the beginning of the match, and then I'll shut him down for the rest of the match. Like I don't mind watching that stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a chess match. It's a yeah. chess match. Yeah. So back to the ADC trials, they had six minutes, and it was three minutes, no points, and three minutes, points. And I was just, like, watching. And I'd watch ADC people, but this was awesome. I was like, this is so exciting, man. Like, the points and no points thing was cool. Like, you're getting sub only, and you're getting points. Hmm. So you're giving – so if you have guys that are usually – and it's, it's weird. In jiu-jitsu, there's two genres. Not genres. Two – I don't know. You can call them genres. You can sure. genres. Yeah. There's the Noki sub only guys and there's the IBJJF competitive guys and mm-hmm. both play to the rules and both are and are better. Like, you know, they tend not to do good in each other's circles mm-hmm. for whatever reason because you're not used to doing that. Before, mm-hmm. it used to just be gi guys from IBJJF that do no gi that do good. Mm-hmm. Now there's no gi guys and there's gi guys. And right. It's not Seems a, like it's like two different tribes and almost two different variants yeah. on uh, a sport grappling. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't follow both or study both, you're not going to have success in both. And you start, you're starting to find that it's not many guys that can do both at a high level. Yeah. Can you go to a naga and do gi and no gi and win? Sure. If you don't do one, but try to do ADCC as a, a, just a gi guy. Or try to do gi worlds as just a no gi guy. It doesn't, it doesn't translate, you know? Mm-hmm. So when I saw that, I was like, that's the rules that I want. But I don't want all the rules, you know? So I was like, I want the time limit. I want the points and no points mm-hmm. because it'll be applicable to guys who only go for submissions, but also IBJJF competitors who want points. So I feel like it was really strategic because how it works is if for a Jits King match, the same meaning you're going to fight. The first three minutes, there'll be no points. Mm. So you, we can just do whatever without the points. But... At that three minute bell, someone's gonna like a, and then yeah. I'll say points, and then right. points are in the, bowl, in the in the in the thing now. So the guy who's maybe a IBJJF guy might hold off until trying scoring or doing anything crazy, and as soon as the points are there, boom, he's gonna come on top and try to get his interesting. Points. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah, so that's really cool. I like yeah. that. And I, when I was watching it, I was like, okay, I've watched a lot of jujitsu, and this is the most exciting shit I've watched in a long so time. So how long is a match? Six minutes. Six, Six minutes. minutes. So first first three minutes, no, no points, points, no points. submissions only. Yep. Uh, then the final three minutes, the is final three minutes. points will start accruing. And um, so what I and when we did that, they also do ACC. They don't let you pull guard, and I and it just it. And I told the guys this. And I had I did this in the ref meeting. I might wait. Just, hold on, hold on. In the 80s, there's no guard pulling. There's a penalty. You can if you do that, you get you start with a penalty. Which if you know nogi, it's so hard to score on people sometimes, especially high level guys. Like if you pull guard, it's a penalty, I believe, in the points round or even yeah, maybe might be the whole thing of the points round. I'm not sure, but it's a penalty, and you don't want a, a penalty against you. Like mm-hmm. that, that could be a match, you know. Yeah. So I didn't like that because what that does, and I told these guys at the rule meeting, Jitsking, I had like the best guys in Florida all over the country sitting around. I said, look, guys. I don't want a bunch of shitty wrestling. I was like, half of you guys can't wrestle. So I don't want to see you try to wrestle. If you are a guard player, pull guard and attack. Mm. That's what I care about, you know? So I didn't have a problem with that. And, and that, it worked out well. Like that rule set translated very well to the competition because it was just match yeah. after submission after match. It was just firing. It was insane, man. Like submission, 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 or points or battle. I mean, don't get me wrong. We had a 16-man division, so there was four fights to win. So there was a couple matches that I think two went to ref's decision. Mm. So there was a lot of fights. Two went to ref's decision, but it's going to happen sometimes. But 
that, that I stole. I didn't steal, but like inspired me. You know, yeah. That rule set was awesome. I watched it. And I was ex- I couldn't stop watching it. So mm. I was like, that's what I want. That's the rule set I want. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's very dynamic. Yeah. 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 Because cool. that's not one. It's not the other. No. It, you get the most both uh, best of both worlds, and I I like that idea of that first three minutes. Mm. You can do whatever being, you want. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You just go for broke if you want yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. Guys that's will awesome. do that. Uh, hey, uh, I gotta apologize to the, no the audience real quick. Um, yeah, I know we're kind of going really deep into the jujitsu realm here, um, but this is all fascinating stuff. If you don't like listening to it, just go, go listen to another podcast. We'll go train jujitsu. How about that? Go <laughs> check out go. your local jujitsu gym and change your life because it, right. it will. It'll yeah. it'll provide opportunities that you didn't know were available. Martial arts I in see. general, you know, if you yeah. like martial arts, if you've ever thought about it, don't think about it anymore. Go do it. Just go you do it. it. Just go do it. You, you have nothing to lose. Yeah, and and, and keep your ego at the door. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, so let's get back to to you. Okay. All right. So you're, you're doing the personal training stuff. You're having the best year that you've had. You, and now you're excited for the next year, right? Yeah. What, what is it that you're going to do now differently than you did the year before to find the success that mm-hmm. you've had? I don't think I'll do anything differently, man. I think the goal is to make more money this year, obviously. But like, other than that, I, I think I found the, the recipe if you were to say, you know, okay. as far as competition goes, like I found right. mental, how to, how to prepare mentally, how to um, prepare physically, you know? So like, it's, I don't know if it's the same way in Taekwondo or not, but once you get your black belt in jiu-jitsu, anything you did before, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter. Oh, you're a world champion, red belt, cool. Right. You're black belt, now it doesn't matter. It's like you were playing with the kids, now you're playing with the adults. Like mm-hmm. now you're in the pro leagues essentially, you know? So I would like to solidify myself this year as like a legitimate black belt competitor. That mm. would be the ultimate goal. Mm. You know, like everything at Brown Belt is behind me. That was a cool year. It was great. But like it, it just. It, yeah. You, everybody said that after you won, everyone's like, yeah, hey, he should be getting his black belt yeah. now. Well, you dude, know? it's the craziest <laughs> thing. Like, So like everything I did that year, I visualized in January. Like January 1st, I was like, this is going to be my year and this is how I'm going to do it. I'm going to run seven miles. I never ran seven miles before, so I'm going to run seven miles and that'll solidify that all the rest of this year I'm going to do hard shit and it's going to go my way. And right. it worked. But Did you I, give yourself a time limit or you just no, said No, just hell? ran. I didn't know if I could yeah. do it. I had only right. done like four before, but I've been running pretty often, but like I get bored, you know? Running is boring. <laughs> I can run pretty far. I'm okay with it, you know, but I get bored. Same thing with bike riding. You know, I love that as a workout, but after 10 miles, like 15 miles, I'm like, I'm going to go yeah. home and play video games yeah, yeah. or something, you know? <laughs> like, it's boring or you, or you get hungry sure. <laughs> one or the other you know right. right so i did that and then i started to like visualize and like one of the things i visualized was going to masters worlds and winning it it from january i was like this is what i'm gonna do and one of the things i visualized that bummed me out was as a competitor the best thing to do is get your black belt on the podium like you get your black belt on the podium you fought for that thing especially yeah. a brown belt that means you okay you won brown belt worlds that means the next level is black belt so unfortunately everything i visualized from january to that time went well it went exactly the way i visualized it yeah. which visualization is awesome that's another that's something else i would say the recipe is visualization right like reciting things in my head like put my headphones on go for an hour walk and i visualize touching the mat that cold feeling getting to the venue looking around the venue unpacking my bags tying my belt I visualized positions, everything, and then those positions actually happened in the competitions. It's the craziest thing. I would like I visualized footlocks and arm bars and positions I did, and then they happened. And I was like, "What? This is so crazy!" Like, yeah. you know. But one of the things I visualized was getting my black belt from Fabio on the podium. Unfortunately, but he did, that, that didn't happen. He was <laughs> refing. He couldn't. He can't do it in his uniform. He even told okay. me he put his arm around me. He's like, "I know you won it on the podium because I told him right. in January." I was like, "Hey." I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to win Masters Worlds, and you're going to need my black ball on the podium. Like I told him that in January. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> that's what I told him. I was oh, like, the balls on this guy. 
I told him, I was like, this is going to yeah. happen, man. I, I mean, I had been a brand buff for two years at that point. I knew it was coming. Like, the black belt was coming soon. Sure. So I was like, I, but so this is my plan. I was like, okay, maybe I could get my black belt in March, maybe. But then I'd be at the bottom of the black belt list competing at the world level. Or yeah. I could go into the top of the brown belt list and have a better chance of winning a world championship, which is always what I've wanted to do. Yeah. You know? So, like, I remember him telling me, I was like, oh, man, it bummed me out. Because I had seen it happen in all these years and all these competitions, these guys I followed, and that was, like, the moment. Like, and mm. it's only going to happen one time. You only get your black belt one time, you know? And I totally understood because it's super professional. But it was like, I visualized everything up until this point, And the one thing I was like, oh, I guess everything you visualize won't happen. But for the most part... I would say 99.9% .9 of the things I visualized on those walks and during those runs all happened, you know, except the black belt on the podium thing. But I got it eventually, you know, which is cool. But even after you win it, everyone's coming up to you like, are you going to your black belt now? Like, I remember talking to Cyborg from Fight Sports, like, and I was like sitting there because I've known him for a while and all his guys. I know a lot of his guys. And I'm sitting there. He's like, you won? You get your black belt now? I was like, yeah. I was like, I, I explained to him, I was like, I was going to get on the podium, but, you know, Fabio's refing is like, oh, pull high. Like, yeah, everyone's saying, yeah, like, dude, because yeah. you get your black one on the podium, there's nothing else like that, man. Right. That's, especially with that gold medal on, you know, sure, sure. as a competitor, like, I don't do jujitsu just to do jujitsu. Like, everything is because of competition. I never cared about stripes. I never cared about my belt. I never cared. I, my worth was established by what I did on the mats out in competition. Yeah. That's yeah. where I knew my level was. So back to the worst point of my life was I wasn't doing, having success where I wanted to. So that made me feel like I wasn't worthy or I wasn't as good as I thought I was. You know, mm. like Fabio always be like, you're good. You're one of the best guys in the state. You're one of the best guys in this. And I'm like, where's the medals to prove it? You yeah. know, like yeah. you might tell me that cause I do good in the gym. When you see me, I'd beat some good guys. I mean, now and then, but until I win that world championship, then I don't think I'm worth anything. You know, mm. it's always been that way. That's a man, Patrick, that's, that's a tough one. Yeah, I mean, you're a young man. I don't even know how old are you. Are. Thirty, turned thirty. Right, right, thirty, like two weeks okay. ago. All right, all right. So, so thirty, thirty is when you broach. Uh, how do how do I how do I put this? Thirty is when you broach wisdom. Yeah. Right. Third. That, that's this is my opinion, and this is how I felt when I was when I was hitting my thirties. Like, okay, I am what I in, in my twenties. I thought I knew something about life. That turned out not to be true, not in the least bit. 30s were like, okay, I understand that what I thought I knew wasn't completely true. Now I'm kind of in the process of opening my eyes a little bit to what is reality and what is my life and coming to terms with, with what my future can be. And so there, you're, 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 on, on, you're on that edge right now, right? Uh, Philosophically, mm. on on what it you know, um, I mean it's, it's like uh, turning twenty six, yeah. right? The human brain doesn't doesn't fully develop until maybe twenty six, maybe even a little older than that. We're still a baby, a baby, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, but you know, but placing value and you placed heavy value on competition, mm. and and for you that was a necessity, but at the same time it was a double edged sword. Was it not? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> yeah. It, it it'll mess with you a lot, you know, especially when you see other guys having success, and you're like, "Why is that guy having success, and I'm not? I do everything he and I was working hard, man. I wasn't not working hard. Oh no, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Training 15 times a week, jujitsu sometimes with Fabio. I would go through every possible. I would ride with him to different gym to his gym in Brandon. Like every possible session there was to train, I was there, and I was lifting, and I was biking, and I was doing this. I'm like, 
well, why am I not winning? You know, like, mm. I, uh, why? I, I would, and the one thing I would say to any martial artist now is don't compare yourself to other people out there. Yeah, don't do it. You're on your own journey. Do it. It's yeah. your own journey. That'll It'll really mess with your head. It'll mess with your heart. It'll mess with everything, you know, because right. you're like, well, that guy, and that, oh, I remember I would think, like, man, how did that you guy... You were being hard on yourself. You were beating yourself up. Yeah. I would yeah. think, how do, how do these guys... That, it must be nice. That guy's parents are probably so proud of him. Like, it would be cool to see how his parents react when they bring home gold medals all right. the time. Like, you know, and I can Well, it's like, it. uh, it's like uh, you know, in life, when, when when someone's driving a nice car, you have you have one of two reactions, right? Yeah. You know, you see, a, you know, someone that, that uh, you know, from the outside looking in is, is, you know, successful, right? You can be like, oh, that's... Cool, that's sweet. Yeah. That's sweet. I, you know, I, that inspires me. I, I really want that. Versus going, man, that motherfucker don't need that. Yeah. Car. Come on, now. I don't want that. It's it's those yeah. two different avenues that you can take, and I think you chose the latter one for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. For yourself, not. I'm not saying that you're comparing yourself to anybody else, but you beat yourself up over not finding that success when that success was just well slow coming. And I had that negative yeah. attitude you're just talking about towards people. Like, I'd be like, uh, like if I saw someone in a nice car or something, I'd be like, that guy, like, fucking asshole, you know? Yeah. Like, or yeah. someone having said, that guy doesn't deserve it. But then after I had success, I'm like, oh, good for you. That's cool. That's so now right. when I see that in somebody else, I'm like, that's only because you're not fulfilled. That's if right. you were fulfilled as a person, then you wouldn't say that. You'd be like, ah, oh, good for you, you know? Yeah. Like, you, yeah. you only hate if you, if it's because you're projecting insecurities. Right. To not make yourself feel better, but That's if right. you're fulfilled as a man with what, and if you and you can might be fulfilled, you're still going to do that in certain aspects of your like life. For 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 jujitsu, I don't think I could have handled it when I was in my twenties. Yeah, I don't. I I just don't think I was in the right right mindset to handle it. The maturity level just wasn't yeah. there. Like yeah yeah, you know, get get crushed, and then you know get smashed, and they're like ah, yeah, this is not really for me, yeah, and just quit. Yeah. Versus being where I am now is like, dude, I'm I'm an old man. I get it. Yeah. I I get I'm I'm completely inept and that's fine. That's completely fine because I'm just I'm on my own journey just like everybody else is on their own journey and you'll get there eventually. It's just going to take time. For me it's going to take a lot yeah. of time. But um okay. This is the point of the interview where I ask a, a very important question. Mm. And you can answer this in any direction that you want. What do you want? What do I want? Is that just a general question? You you can take it however you want. Hmm. I think I want. And you can give multiple answers. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I think really, I just I think there's still something out there for me that I haven't discovered yet, and I want to find that. That's what I think is out there. I think this journey is just beginning, and I'm like anxious to find it. I think there's something really big out there that I haven't come across yet, and I know I have to keep working really hard, and it'll be there. And I think that's what it was. I want to find whatever it is I'm looking for. You know, because like I said, like. You win the world championship, and for, for seven years, that's what I was obsessed with. Like, obsessed. Like, as soon as I knew there was a world championship, that's what I wanted. I didn't want to win any other thing else. Like, everything else I won was practice. But then I won it, and I was like, that's it? Like, you know, like, you go back to normal life, you know? Like, mm -hmm. there's nothing else happens. It's like, that, that's not what you were looking for. That was what you wanted, but there's something else out there you're looking for. And it just hasn't come yet, and the world championship that you worked hard to get will help you get to that point. Mm. And getting a job at Life Fit will help you get to that point. And doing Jits King with your buddies will help you get to that point. But those mm. aren't what you want. There's still something out there I think that I'm on purpose and meant to do. Other besides being like a dad and everything else. But like, and I haven't found it yet. So I want to find that. And I think I just got to keep doing what I'm doing. And it's going to show itself to me. Like the, the Jits King thing, man. Like I'm putting on my own tournaments. Like how crazy. Like that's so crazy to me. I've watched so much stuff. And now I have a venue in Miami rented out. And I have... Uh, Wagner Rocha versus William Tackett headlining and 
I know those are some names, dude. Any I know yeah. any of the matchmaker right now in Florida in the world would love if we didn't put that match on somebody else is going to do it. You know, like yeah. And the sixteen man invitation, like if I didn't do that, someone else is going to do that. So like to think that I'm Instagramming these guys and being like, hey man, you want to come do my competition? You know, mm. and they're like, yeah. I'm like, cool. You know, because. I think now that I've done this, this, the second one, I got complacent. Like, oh, this is life. But some people will never. And I see so many competitions fail. And I see so many competitors fail. You know, to think these things happened. And it's like, okay, I made that happen. Now I know that if I can do this stuff, I can do anything. You know, if you can win a world championship, you can do anything, man. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm waiting for something to show, its, like, show itself so that I can start working in that direction. I know something's going to come up and be like, okay, if you work really hard, that'll be yours too. Mm -hmm. So I guess I'm waiting. That's what I want. I want, and I sometimes, I don't know if you ever do this or not. I'm not like super religious or like, um, no, I'm not. Oh, the, what's the word? Um, yeah. um, what's, what, what are they? Not suspicious. When you, when you like wish on something, what's the word? Superstitious. Superstitious. Okay. I'm not, but okay. at 11, 11, when I see 11, 11, I make a wish sometimes and you know, it usually has to do it. And it's not something complicated. I'm like, I just hope I find what's, out there for me you know right. i want to find what's out there for me because I, I feel it in here man like there's something out there like you know like just with the jujitsu thing like i knew i was better than i what i was getting results in the competitions mm -hmm. i knew i was some i was better in here something went in here was better but i just couldn't right. get it out and put it out there you know yeah so but, i guess i'm that's what i want i want to see what's, okay. what's waiting for me uh, uh, if i can interject i would say um you you've already got it what's that You've already got what you want. What is it? You, you, you're on that path. Yeah, you're I'm on, on the that path. You're on the journey. Yeah. Right. And and you know the destination is is just icing on the cake. Yeah. Right. I mean you you're you're on the search for for greatness. Yeah. Right. And just the just the act of being on the path is is not enough, of course, because you have to have the goal in mind. But I mean that's that's the enjoyment. Yeah. Right. It's like uh, training sucks. Uh, for me, it's, it sucks, yeah. right? Uh, but I know that when I'm done with it, I'll have enjoyed it. Yeah. Because it was hard. Yeah. You know, and I'm hurt, but I enjoy it. Yeah. And, and that's fine. And that's an, that's enough for me. For me. I mean, I'm not looking to become world champion or, or anything like that. But, uh, but you know, the journey is, is indeed the way. Okay. Yeah. Um, what is, uh, what's a material thing that you want right now? Uh, I don't know, man. Not super big into material stuff, you know. Because I noticed the one Black Friday thing that you bought was a remote for Xbox your, controller. For Xbox. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I tried to think of things to spend money on. I was like, you don't need anything, man. Like, you mm. got everything you need. Like, I, I've never like, like I said, like, so I don't know if a lot of people know this or not, but I only did jujitsu for. I didn't even have a job, like a real job. Like, I had jobs for like a couple months here and a couple jumps there. Like, all I did was jujitsu, man. So like, mm -hmm. the past seven eight years, I didn't have money. I was and money I did have. I was going to competitions, you know. Right. So like, I discarded the whole like materialistic thing. I was never like, I need this. I want that. Like I said, I drove a car for ninety six, man. Like, and it got me back and forth to jujitsu. I'm good, you know. I slept on floors. I stayed with people like in hotels, packed to the brim, to just to make things work. So like I got, I think I discarded that materialistic thing, but something material I would want, I don't know, man, maybe a house, a cool house. That'd be cool. You know, it's something I'd be like, I look, you worked hard and you bought this. Not for the fact yeah. that like say I have a house, but it's like, look, no, you, you but, know? It's, but, it, but it's a, it's a, it's a show of what you work yeah. for. Yeah. Like I was telling yeah. Salsa and Erica the other day, I was talking to them. I was like, I'm like seven years behind most 30 year They're the married couple that comes yeah. into, yeah. Yeah. And they're both monsters. Yeah, both monsters. Oh my God, and like both monsters. A lot, and like Salsa and Erica are like, I attribute a lot of my success to like them because 
Salsa was always that dude who like I aspired to be because he used to just beat the shit out of me. And I would go home and I'd be like, not today. And then at the next competition, I'd be like, I'm going to get him today, this this day of training. And then he would choke me out. Mm-hmm. Or, but not even just, Salsa just wanted to choke you out. He'd break you first. Because like, <laughs> like physically, his conditioning was always so high that he would make you tired and then choke you. Make He's you a tired dude. Yeah. And he yeah. pushes a really good pace. And like he'd make you tired and choke you. Tired. So he'd break me. So like... I, I, my whole like idea of getting really good in really good shape cardio wise was attributed to him because I was like well you have to get in good shape if you want to be good at jiu-jitsu and, like, and his idea was always like he would see a black belt and be like that guy's, that guy's a black belt he's out of shape he doesn't take care of himself and I was, I was like oh okay so if you're a black belt or you're good at martial arts you have to portray a certain like attitude you know and like there are black belts in life, man. Like, they're black belts in Jiu-Jitsu. Well, Eric is a brown. But they're also black belts in life. They mm. do what they want to do. They travel the country. They they love their job. They train Jiu-Jitsu. So, like, having them in mind, it's like, okay, they're... I like to follow kind of, like... They're, what, they're good uh, um, peers yeah. to have. Yeah, good it's good. mentors yeah, to it's, have. Yeah. You should have people in your life that you look at and you're like, I don't want to do what they do. But you should also have people in your life you look at, like, that's a that's a, a good person to, to, to you're have. You're the average you know? of the five people that you hang out the most. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, how did I start talking about sauce and Eric again? What was the question before that? Oh, uh, um, you know, what material? Oh, you know? material. Yeah. But then we did something else that I talked about. about you got everything that you want. And, oh, no. Uh, how did I get to like sauce a, and Eric man? I feel like there was a know. point I was going with there. Oh, but regardless, like those guys used to like, I look at those guys a lot. We wouldn't say, oh, I was going to talk to them about them. Um, I told them like, I'm seven years behind most 30 year olds like most 30 year old men like i made the post i got my black belt i was like look i'm seven years behind most of you guys most of you guys have two cars a house you got good credit you got all this and that and i got some medals and i choked some people in a different state that's what i got right now <laughs> you know because i dedicate <laughs> i tell people that man because i dedicated myself to martial arts and that's the only way it was possible to get your black belt in seven years and win a world championship is to it took everything it took right. everything from me man like and i gave it i didn't take it i gave it you know but like to get to that point, it put me behind. So now I'm like in this catch up mind where I'm like, I'm like okay, cool. Let's get a fat bank yeah, account. Yeah, you know? Yes and no. Yeah, yeah. Yes and no. Yeah. I mean, th- 30 years old. I, I mean, for me, life was just getting started at the age of 30, yeah. I think. And maybe not even 30. Maybe, yeah. you know, once once my wife and I had 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 our first child, I think that's when life began. For for, for me, yeah. that, at least that's how, that's how I, I perceive it. But, um, but, I mean, hey, you're a black belt in bjj from yeah. arguably one of the toughest schools in the in the nation you know yeah i mean and you're world champion that's what i think yeah. about like i think i have two things that most people will never get which is the black belt and a world championship but like just like we talked about before like how i compared myself to other competitors now i'm comparing myself to like other normal people in life like looking at what they have and i'm like man now i want that kind of you know i got i got the black belt i got the world championship so now i want to be like you guys and like have money and have things and be able to do things and like you know, because, dude, I had nothing for seven years, you know, mm. and luckily I had cool parents that let me just crash with them for whatever. And then I had are, Casey. Are they in town? Yeah, yeah. They live yeah. off a loose road right now. And I had Casey who supported me when she could deal with my shit, you know, and like. That's but, your girlfriend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, dude, even her, like, you know, sometimes like, like my jujitsu, like I can tell her, like she resents it a little bit because I had to like. Look, if you're going to pursue excellence in anything, other parts of your life are gonna are gonna Some suffer. Sacrifices. They're gonna suffer. Made. That's the only. Yeah. You're gonna give everything to something, and then, you know, and then I had my daughter too, and I made sure I gave everything to her. So you're definitely gonna neglect different things in your life, and that's part of a pursuit of excellence. And understanding that now, I would say if I had talked to a younger person, I'd be like, listen, man, find that balance because mm-hmm. you can. It'll be even harder, but. It just it'll it'll take everything. If you want to be a world champion, if you want to be a black belt, 
it's mm-hmm. gonna take everything and you're gonna have to start over from ground zero you know which i think i started to about middle of last year when i started to finally make money with personal training because mm. if you don't make money right away it's just like any if no you, if you, you start have your, to have a yeah so you have to have, to have the clients yeah book a book of business yeah yeah you have to start like starting your own business you don't make money right away it's gonna take a couple of years you know and that's kind of like what you do but ultimately down the road you'll be happier that way than yeah. working for somebody else. Because the right. comfortable thing is to go get a job, work 40 hours a week for somebody else, and get a steady paycheck. Oh, I know that's, that's, what that's like. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. comfortable. But you're not yeah. going to be happy. I see yeah. that in people. Like, you're not happy. Like, your happiness is bought through material. You go home and buy stuff to make yourself feel better. Right. But here, you're never going to be happy, you know? No, no. no I mean, like, and, and, I mean, but you, you've played the young man's game. Yeah. You've played the young man's game, and now you're kind of going on the tail end of, yeah. a, of, the, of being a quote-unquote young man. Right. I mean, in, in my 20s, I was completely clueless. Yeah. yeah you know, we gra- graduated with a high flutin degree from, from some high flutin university and working some, you know, some some cushy job. Oh, miserable. Yeah. Miserable. Yeah. 50, 60 hours a week sitting behind a cubicle doing what? No. A misery. Complete yeah. misery. I went nuts. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. you know, working for yourself it really is the best. I got thing. a taste yeah. of like just being like the corporate America, like working every day. I, was like, I can't do this. Like, I, 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 I've been through so many jobs and, and, and opportunities and relationships that I've just like pissed away because it, I wasn't happy, you know? That's right. And I'm like, well, and I, and the I, timing's got to be right. Yeah. And your yeah. parent and people in your life look at you and your parents might judge you and be like, well, you need to get your shit together. Or like other people are like, well, you need to get a job. You need yeah. to do this. And you're like, well, no, I want to get better. You know, and, 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 and we're not shitting on people that have. You know, nine to five, Mm-mm. 40 hours a week, no. you know, uh, healthcare that's their benefits and all that. I mean, hey, if, if, if that's for you, then, then awesome. 100%. I wish part of me feels like, uh, I, I, I wish I could ha- be that. Yeah. Stability. But, but you're not like that. I'm, no. I'm not like that. Many people that we know mutually just not geared for that. Yeah, and we and it's it's going to be a struggle until yeah. we get to the point where it's going to be comfortable for our, uh, us and our loved ones. Yeah, just so anyone like knows, like this this is what like struggle is. Like I didn't have a steady job until I was twenty nine years old. I didn't win. I won my first IBJF gold medal in two thousand fourteen, and I didn't win another one for five years. Like that's that's what like struggle is. Like I didn't have a job, and I didn't win anything. So I wasn't getting. I wasn't doing either things I wanted to do in my five life. Five years. Five, five years, years. No gold medal. Damn. You want a gold medal so bad, bro. And you and I. And it wasn't that I wasn't trying to get them. I was doing twelve or thirteen competitions, and I won other competitions. Don't get me wrong. I would win double gold here, quadruple gold here. But the only thing that matters is IBJJF. That's mm. like the the, the, the NFL gold standard. Yeah. yeah anything yeah. else is like I don't care because a lot. And a lot of guys will win those tournaments that I was winning. And be like I'm a badass. I do something. It's not. You're fighting. I wonder, I wonder if anyone in in Fabio's gym wants to do like combat jujitsu. I don't know. I don't, I don't like combat jujitsu. It's weird. No. Well, look, Dan Martinez just won it, and he did it just doing jujitsu. Like he didn't okay. slap anybody. No. <laughs> no. 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 It, 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 it's it's a weird dynamic. It doesn't work. Hmm. Like sl- the second you start throwing slaps, you open yourself up for someone. And first of all, well, but I'm, I've seen some highlights where people are getting. <sighs> yeah, but did they, how many how many TKOs have there actually been? I don't. Know. It's yeah. It's just it's yeah. slapping and then like. It's a weird thing, and what it is, you find it's a lot of retired MMA fighters that can't fight anymore, that nobody wants to fight, that they're trying to get a paycheck, and it's like mm-hmm. not, it's not pure of anything. Mm-hmm. And someone was trying to say, well, it's more applicable to MMA. No, it's not. It's yeah. not. I, it, you're getting slapped. It's a different I, thing. I have, you to, know? I have to. I have to check out Jets King. Um, they, is it? Uh, do you guys have like some of the fanfare, like the Metamorphs? I think we have a hi- couple highlight videos and stuff like that. Yeah. You should see it, man. It's super exciting. Like, yeah. like even Fabio was saying, man, there's the submission at this. It was exciting as shit to watch that. And I, I was called 
caught off guard. I didn't. I thought it was going to be like one of the tournaments that I've watched. And then watching it, I was just like, oh my god, these guys are killing each other. This is awesome. You know, like mm-hmm. one fight after the other, super technical and like. You know, it was our first one, so don't expect like a bunch of people to show up. But like, we had right. people like messaging me and t- dude, like that was awesome, man. Good, yeah. like good event, good show. Like the guys yeah. from Flow Grappling were all excited, and I'm like, that. W- it, and what it came down to was just like matchmaking. Like I know the guys that are gonna do good in that format. Like mm-hmm. some things, like, and with this next one, I had other Brazilian dudes talking to me like, dude, you could have got better guys in that competition. I'm like, yeah, you're right, I could have, but they would have won by points and it would have been super boring. Like, I could have got the Meow Brothers, for sure. They're studs, don't get me wrong, but they're going to beat everybody. They're not going to tap and they're going to win by points Mm -hmm. or for the most most matches. And that's not what people want to see. People want to see submissions. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like you know, if I ask... Or if people ask me, oh, you know, hey, I'd like to watch, you know, some karate competition or some yeah. taekwondo competition. They go, well, where can I watch that? Yeah. And I, <laughs> I yeah. just cringe because yeah. they're so boring to watch. Yeah. You can watch the highlights. That's about it. Yeah. But to watch the actual matches, you're like, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, like, that's, that's the idea with this yeah. card, too. Like, every one of these guys on this card, like, there's some IBJJF guys. There's some friends of mine, of course. But there's also guys who just go for the kill. And the only way you're going to know about those guys and have that connection with those guys is to be in that scene and live that lifestyle. Yeah. And they respect you more when they realize, oh, shit, this guy's a competitor, too. Because, like, being there's jujitsu guys and there's competitors. It's two different levels of guys. And, like, the, the, you, you, I'm sure you see in the gym, like, Okay, another jiu-jitsu competitor can relate to another jiu-jitsu competitor because they know what they go through, what it mm-hmm. is. It's a different lifestyle than being a guy who just trains twice a week. Yeah. You know, so having that in my corner, they that I'm a competitor, but also like that I've seen these guys around. I know they're friends, you know, and I also know who the killers are, who I want on 145-pound 16-man invitation who's going to push the pace. Mm. That's what all these guys do. It makes it easier now that there's an actual no-gi sub only team that I pull from those guys, you know? Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, those guys are killers, but there might be someone that shuts them down and beats them by points, which is super interesting. Like, you weren't able to submit, and you lost by two mm-hmm. because that guy beat you on points, you know? Yeah. So, like, our finals match, for instance, it was Tackett versus Mauricio Gozmez, two studs. Tackett's a purple belt, Mauricio's a black belt. Taka submitted everybody, man, but he beat Mauricio like 12 to 2 or something like that. And mm. he probably did that on purpose. One, Mauricio's tough, but also he did it because he knew he, he didn't want to risk it for the biscuit, you know? Right. Like right. in the finals at Worlds, like I had Keenan Cornelius in my head. He had made this like big, he beat Nicholas Marigali. And he had this thing on his podcast. He's talking to me. He's like, well, Mar- Marigali was talking to him, like, hey, why don't we put on a show for the fans, like in the middle of the match? He's like, mm. put on a show, go for it. And he's like, or I can just beat you by two and win because at, at the end of the day, that's what they're going to say. Like, I won. Right. You know, so he was saying, like, Nicholas Marigai's got this crazy guard and he wasn't going to try and pass it. He was just going to stay on top until the time ran out and then he wins. And I right. was like, so as I sweep this guy in worlds, I get on top. I'm like, I look at the clock, it's five minutes. I'm like, if you just stay on top for five minutes, you're a world champion. Don't get crazy. Yeah. Don't do anything. Just stay reckless. on top. Yeah. That's all yeah. you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and that's what you got to do sometimes. You know, be like, hey, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna win if it's a finals match and there's money on the line or a world championship. Just play title. play the game. Yeah, you have to be able to do both. You have to be able to take someone's foot off, but also win by an advantage. If right. you can't do both, and you know, yeah. and I think it's actually harder to get points and then mentally stay like keep your shit together. Like people right. say, you won worlds. Yeah, they say you won five matches. No, I kept my shit together for five matches. That's the way I think of it. Like you, I kept focused for five matches. Like I didn't make any mistakes. I played the game and I kept it together. You didn't have any lapses in judgment. No, if yeah. you do that, if you if you get out of that flow state, you will. You're gonna make a mistake. You know, you right. have to just keep your shit together. And when that timer goes, Bing, 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 then you kept your shit together and you won a world championship because you kept your shit together and the other guy didn't. You know. Mm. Okay. So. Yeah, keep your shit together, guys. How do uh, people find you? 
um, Instagram. Let me look at my handle real quick, man. Could I give a shout out to my sponsors too? Oh, yeah, go for it. Cool. Yeah. Right. And a shout out to um, Life Fit Lakeland too. I'm going to actually look at their address real quick so I can tell you guys where it's at. I think go Life Fit. Uh, what's, what's their URL? Uh, let me see. Life Fit. I'm you gonna... can't miss these guys. They're on Edgewood. No. It's that bright green uh, uh, yeah. side of the Next to Decisions Wings and next to the scuba store that no one, I thought never, no one ever went to. So <laughs> yeah, check us out. Guys at Life Fit one Edgewood, 1627 East Edgewood Drive. Um, my Instagram handle is a, uh, it's a weird one because I changed it a few it's times. Like project <clears throat> Pat, right? Yeah. Underscore Project Pat, two T's are project, you know. And uh, I don't think we've got to like, uh, shout out to my main sponsors, Flow Kimonos. You know, guy's been in my corner since 2014. Oh, we didn't talk about Flow. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The, the sweetest, sweetest gi yeah, that man. I ever purchased. Gi, from, from it you fits, guys. it's lightweight. I mean, dude, John's a cool guy. His customers come first, you know, so like. Shout out to John for taking care of me. Any, anything I've ever needed, this guy's taking care of me. You know, so Flo Kimonos, shout out to those guys. Um, Southside Barbell, where I lift that, check those guys out. You know, they help me out a lot too. Um, let me think who else. Uh, CannaBD, my CBD sponsor. I know I'm forgetting somebody else too, man. Who Fabio. else? Fabio. Fabio. Yeah. Shout out to Fabio yeah. for, 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 you know, everything I have in my life has come from that gym, you know, and, and him and all my teammates there for all the work. You know, I know I'm forgetting something else, dude. Um, we did flow. Oh, Jet Skiing, guys. Check us out. Jet Skiing. January 24th, live on Flow Grappling in, in Miami, Florida. You know, nice. we're, we're, we're changing the game with this stuff. You know, like I, I, I hope you guys enjoy the show. Check everything out, you know. So we're going to keep putting on shows on the next show. I think we're going to be in Atlanta, I think, or Philadelphia. We're going to keep moving. So All right. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's it, man. Thank you for Excellent, having me, man. though. And I'll put it in the show notes, too, where people can find you. Yeah, for sure. Well, Thanks, brother, for awesome, coming man. on. Yeah. Thank you so much, man. Thank you. For listening to the JJ Show, brought to you by Karate Beyond. Discipline, focus, confidence. KarateBeyond.com. Martial arts classes for men, women, and children. After-school pickup, evening classes, and summer camp. Visit KarateBeyond.com.